That's that's all right, said the boy quickly. I can do it myself. Thanks anyway. Thank you, said the maid, backing out of the room. Ralph knew she was not anxious to waste time turning down the bed. As soon as she finished her duties, she was going out to the parking lot to meet her bus, a bus boy, a college boy whose job was clearing tables in the dining room. Whew, that was close. The boy seemed every bit as relieved as Ralph. I'll say, agreed the mouse. Keith, called his mother from the other room. Are you getting ready for bed? Sort of, answered Keith. You'd better come in our bathroom and take a bath, said his mother. Aw, gee, Mom, do I gotta? asked Keith. Yes, you do, said his father. And don't forget to brush your teeth, said his mother. I won't, promised Keith. Then he whispered to Ralph, You just lie low. I'll hurry and take a bath and get into bed and turn off out the light after Mom comes and kisses me goodnight. We can talk some more. Lie low indeed. Ralph was indignant. He couldn't lie much lower if he wanted to, and he certainly did not want to sit around waiting to talk. He wanted to get out of that wastebasket. Once he was out, he would see about talking, but not before. Ralph could hear the boy splashing in 216's bathtub, and then hastily brushing Wait, his teeth in 215's waste basin, wash basin. After this, two rooms connected. After this, there was the sound of a suitcase being opened and clothes dropped on the floor. The boy hopped into bed, and to Ralph's relief, the light was turned out. In a moment, Mrs. Gridley came in to kiss her son goodnight. Night, Mom, said the boy, sounding as if he were already drowsy. Good night, Keith, said his mother. It looks as if we are going to have to stay here for a few days. Your father refuses to budge. That's okay, muttered Keith, giving the impression he was almost asleep. Good boy, said his mother. You're a good sport. Good night, son, said the boy's father from the doorway between the two rooms. Keith Wait, did not answer. Instead, he breathed slowly and deeply. And as Ralph thought, a bit too noisily. There was no sense in overdoing things. As soon as all was quiet in the next room, the boy swung his legs out of bed, fumbled around in the suitcase, and shone a flashlight into the wastebasket. Almost blinded by the unexpected light, Ralph held his paws over his eyes. Hey, cut that out. He could not remember to poop polite. Oh, oh, sorry. The boy laid the flashlight on the bed, where its beam shone across the wastebasket rather than into it. That's better, said Ralph. Now how about getting me out of here? As an afterthought, he added, Please. The boy ignored the mouse's request. How would you like to ride my motorcycle? He asked. Ralph's heart skipped a beat like a motor missing on one cylinder. The mouse-sized motorcycle really would run after all. And there was one thing certain. Since the motorcycle really would run, the boy could not expect to ride around the bottom of a wastebasket. Sure, Ralph tried to sound calm. Dad. The important thing was to get out of the prison. It, he braced himself, dreading the touch of the boy's hand on his fur. To Ralph's surprise, the boy did not reach in and grab him. Instead, he slowly and gently tipped the wastebasket on its side, permitting Ralph to walk to freedom with pride and dignity. Thanks, said Ralph, genuinely grateful for this consideration. Dad, I, I believe you're okay. Sure, I'm okay, said the boy, setting his motorcycle down beside Ralph. Did you think I wasn't? You never can tell. Ralph put his paw on the handlebar of the motorcycle. It's a real beauty, even with that bent handlebar. I'm sure sorry about that. I got poison ivy. Forget it, said the boy reassuringly. It won't hurt much. The motorcycle will still run. 
Ralph threw his leg over the motorcycle and settled himself comfortably in the seat. Perfect. Just perfect. The boy was obviously delighted that his motorcycle was just right for a mouse. Ralph could not have agreed more heartily. It was perfect. Except for one thing. He did not know how to start it. Well, go on, said the boy. Ride it. Ralph was ashamed to confess his ignorance. I don't know how to start it, he admitted. It's the first motorcycle I've ever had a chance to ride. You have to make a noise, the boy explained matter-of-factly. These cars don't run unless you make a noise. The answer was so obvious Ralph was disgusted with himself for not knowing without asking. He grasped the handle grips and, fearfully lest his noise be too squeaky, managed to... Sure enough, the motorcycle moved. It really and truly moved across the threadbare carpet. Ralph was so excited that he promptly forgot to make the noise. The motorcycle stopped. Ralph started it again. This time he remembered to keep on making the noise. He sped off into a square of moonlight on the carpet and found a good threadbare spot without any bumps. Look out for your tail, said the boy. Don't let it get caught in the spokes. Thanks for reminding me, said Ralph. Yeah, said Ralph, causing the motorcycle to stop. He started it again and steered with one paw while he reached back with the other, caught up his tail, and held the tip safely against the handlebar. It was a glorious sensation speeding around the carpet, freely and noisily, and most of all, fast. Ralph discovered that if he made the noise fast, the motorcycle speeded up. If he slowed the sound, the motorcycle slowed down. He promptly speeded up and raced around the rectangle of moonlight where he made another discovery. When he ran out of breath, the momentum of the motorcycle carried him on until he could take another breath. Gee, you're lucky, whispered the boy. In order to answer, Ralph had to stop. I am? It never occurred to him that a mouse could be luckier than a boy. You sure are, the boy spoke with feeling. My mother would never let me ride a motorcycle. She said I might break a leg or something silly like that. Well, if you want to come right down to it, said Ralph, I don't suppose my mother would exactly be crazy about the idea. He began to have an uneasy feeling that he really should be getting back to the mouse hole. Anyway, the boy said gloomily, it will be years and years before I'm old enough to ride a motorcycle. And then when I'm old enough, my mother won't let me. Ralph really felt sorry for the boy, hampered as he was by his youth and his mother. Go on, ride it some more, said the boy. I like to watch. Ralph started the motorcycle again and rode around in the moonlight once more, faster and faster, until he was dizzy from circling, dizzy with excitement, dizzy with the joy of speed. Never mind the danger, never mind what his mother thought, this was living. This was what he wanted to do, on and on and on. Lucky, whispered the boy with envy in his voice. Ralph did not answer, he did not want to stop. Hi, hi, Peter me, I have poison ivy. And, um...